What's up everybody? My name is Andrew and welcome to the Bundesliga. We are now in episode 6 and today we're going to be talking about match days 11 through 15. We're almost at the winter break here. I know the season's coming back pretty much tomorrow, but I figured we have to finish up the other match days, so we're going to do that before we get into weekly match day analysis. So, we're doing match days 11 through 15 this episode, and let's get started. All right, so on match day 11, first match I want to talk about is Borussia Mönchengladbach. So they've been pretty dominant so far in the first 10 match days, and that kind of continues on match day 11 with a 3-0 clean sheet victory over Werder Bremen. Alisson Playa scores a hat trick, moves himself into second place as top goal scorer in the top goal scorer race with eight goals on the season. So good for him. And this victory is able to keep them in second place behind Borussia Dortmund. So they are neck and neck, but still in second place. Next game I want to talk about is Hoffenheim. And they're actually able to string together four wins in a row now with a 2-1 victory over Augsburg. And once again, the young, uh, young Englishman Reese Nelson provides a goal. And Kramaric provides the other goal for the 2-1 victory over Augsburg. So they're starting to climb up the table now slowly and slowly. This, this seems to be like a point in the season where they're making a push to kind of get themselves towards the top and make this Bundesliga title race really, really competitive. And I'm really enjoying the season for that reason. So Hoffenheim is, is starting, to get, starting to hit their stride and make a push for the, for the top of the table. Next, we have one of my favorite teams to watch this year in Eintracht Frankfurt. They are now on a six-game undefeated streak. This is a team that wasn't really even on my radar a few seasons ago. Now they're stringing together a six-game undefeated streak. It seems like the system that Niko Kovac set up for them before he left for Bayern seems to be kind of working even without him there. Uh, Luka Jovic provided two goals and Alaire provided one goal in, in their victory this week. The two of them are now both at the top of the table for goals scored. So it's kind of interesting to see two players for the same team competing against each other for the golden boot. But that's, uh, that's really awesome to see that, you know, there's a lot of goal scorers on this team. They are definitely one of the most impressive teams I've seen this year. And with this victory, they overtake Bayern for the number four spot and Bayern drops down. So Frankfurt's definitely a team to look out for this year. They're really, really exciting. RB Leipzig moves into third place with a 3-0 victory over Bayer Leverkusen. And then probably one of the more exciting games this week was Der Klassiker uh, between Bayern and Dortmund. So this is a back-and-forth game. Bayern scored some goals. Dortmund scored some goals. And the end was a 3-2 victory for Dortmund. So Dortmund continues their undefeated streak, and Bayern loses to Dortmund in the Der Klassiker. Uh, Louis and Royce both scored a brace in this game, but it was really Alcacer that came off the bench and scored the winning goal in typical Paco Alcacer fashion. So good for him. Congrats to Dortmund for that victory. On to match day 12. So the first match I want to talk about is probably the most frustrating match I've watched this season as a Bayern fan because we hadn't been doing well up until this point at certain times in the season. So the frustrations there that were upset with Kovac, or I was upset with Kovac at certain times. I was upset with the performance of certain players at some times, namely our defense and namely Jerome Boateng. But generally there were games where our team 
as a whole played poorly. I already talked about Manuel Neuer in the previous episode about how he gave up eight goals on 10 shots. So there were already some players that weren't performing well and there was questions about whether Niko Kovac is the right man for the job to continue with Bayern into the future. So I saw this game against Fortuna Dusseldorf as kind of a make or break game for a lot of players and the coach, but also it was a game where I expected good things because Dusseldorf is not really, really a strong team. And Bayern, although hadn't been playing well, this should be a team with the, 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 where they can come to this game with confidence and dominate and, and kind of bring their spirits back up. But that is not what happened at all. The final scoreline was a 3-3 tie with Fortuna Dusseldorf. Dudi Lukabakio shocked the Bundesliga and Bayern with a hat trick against Manuel Neuer. This showcased a lot of poor defending on Boateng's part. It showed it was probably the peak of his bad form this season. You know, this is the same team where other teams put up five or six goals against them, and we put up three and then give up three. So it was a it was a very very tough game to watch. A very disappointing game. You know, my my expectations. I'm not gonna say they were high. They were my expectations were to win the game not to give up a, a tying goal late, late, late in the dying embers of the game and give a point to Fortuna Dusseldorf. But I do have to congratulate Dudi Lukabakio. He did get a hat trick, so congrats to him. That was very impressive on his part, but Bayern kind of fell apart there, so I'm disappointed with them. Moving on, Dortmund gets a 2-1 win over Mainz. Paco Alcacio scores off the bench. What else is new? That's, that's that match. RB Leipzig drops points against Wolfsburg. So RB Leipzig is a team that's kind of been at the top, in the top four, top three, top five. They've always been at the top this season. So for them to drop points against Wolfsburg was a little bit surprising. Eintracht Frankfurt is now undefeated in seven games. So that's a seven-game undefeated streak for them. I think the only longer one is probably Dortmund's. And they get a 3-1 win over Augsburg. Allaire adds a goal to his tally, so he's still firmly in that golden boot race. Bayer Leverkusen beat Stuttgart with a pair of goals from Kevin Valland, but they're still currently sitting in 12th place. Like I said, they had a rough start to the season, so even though with this victory, they're, they're still kind of lower mid-end of the table. Schalke dominates Nuremberg with a 5-2 victory, so good for them. I do believe they're still towards the bottom of the table, but you know, good for them to get a 5-2 convincing victory. Hopefully, they get some confidence back with this game. Gladbach has a 4-1 win over Hanover. So, talking about Hanover, they have one win in the last five match days. So, they're really not doing well right now. I do believe they're actually dead last, or at least in the relegation zone right now at this point in the season. So, Hanover looks like they're going to be a team that's most likely going to get relegated this year. It, it might be that Bobby Wood is on a team that gets relegated two years in a row, you know, last year with Hamburg and then this year with Hanover. So it's not looking good for them. Are they going to be able to turn the season around? I don't know. They might get out of relegation zone, but I don't know if they're going to do well enough to kind of impress anyone. So that's match day 12. All right, moving on to match day 13. So last week was a pretty shitty week for Bayern. This week has got to be one of my favorite weeks for Bayern. That being, this is the week where Kingsley Coman made his return. 
as I mentioned in one of the previous episodes, Coman was injured in the first match day and what we thought was going to be, you know, a half-season injury, a six- to eight-month injury with his ankle. But somehow through the magic of modern medicine and science and sports physiology, he was able to make a return in match day 13. Granted, he did come on as a substitute. He didn't play a full game because you don't want to, you know, risk re-injuring anything in your first game back. But he, c- he came on as a sub, and it was very, very great to see come on on the pitch. Uh, congrats to him for coming back and, and getting healthy. The other good part about this match is it actually was a victory. Serge Gnabry scores a brace against Bremen. It's always good to see uh, the young guys scoring, and, and it kind of gives me a good taste for what the future is going to be like seeing uh, some of our young players score. So congrats to Serge Gnabry and congrats to Byron over for a 2-1 victory over Werder Bremen. Moving on, Dortmund gets a 2-0 clean sheet over Freiburg. Alcacer comes off the bench and scores in the 91st minute of extra time. So this is now a really wild and wild season for Alcacer. Not only does he pretty much only score off the bench, he has to have, I imagine at this point, upwards of three goals that were in stoppage time, like after the 90th minute. So this Alcacer is just impressing, impressing me so, so much. Good for him, good for Dortmund. Congrats to them. Hertha Berlin plays against Hanover and wins 2-0 with a clean sheet. So Berlin finally got a win after five match days. Hanover continues to drop points, and like I said before, they sit in relegation. But Berlin, which had a pretty strong start to the season, I would say, the last five match days wasn't doing so well. So they finally got a victory after five games without a win. All right, then we had a Hoffenheim versus Schalke game. So this was the battle of the two young coaches in Julian Nagelsmann and Domenico Tedesco. The game ends in a 1-1 tie, and oddly enough, both goals were from penalty kicks, so that was pretty interesting. But yeah, those two coaches and teams ended in a 1-1 tie. So Stuttgart played against Osberg, and they got a victory in a 1-0 match, and they're trying to climb out of relegation here. They're also towards the bottom of the table. I believe they're either in the relegation playoff spot or maybe just above that, but they're also not having a great season this year. Eintracht Frankfurt plays against Wolfsburg. Luka Jovic scores in a losing effort against Wolfsburg, so Wolfsburg won the game. Eintracht Frankfurt remains in fifth place, and Luka Jovic adds to his scoring total. So congrats to Wolfsburg there, and congrats to Luka Jovic. RB Leipzig. So, RB Leipzig in this game hands Mochen Gladbach their first loss in four matches. Timo Werner scored a pair of goals in the first half that led the team to victory. So, congrats to RB Leipzig. And, you know, Gladbach is having a really good run. They're not going to win every single game. So, you know, they lost this one. All right, we're getting to the tail end here. So, match day 14 has the Riviera Derby between Dortmund and Schalke. So Dortmund wins this game with a 2-1 victory over Schalke, remains undefeated, and Jaden Sancho picks up a goal in the Riviera Derby. I believe it's his first ever Riviera Derby goal, so congrats to him with that goal. Werder Bremen wins 3-1 over Fortuna Dusseldorf, and one of the coolest things about this match, one of my favorite bits of trivia, is Josh Sargent, who is a young U.S. uh, national team player, I believe he's 18, maybe 19 years old, scores on his debut in the Bundesliga, coming off the bench 
with his first ever touch of the ball. Josh Sargent's first touch of a ball in Bundesliga first league action is a goal against Dusseldorf. So that was pretty impressive. Congrats to Josh Sargent. Hopefully you have a prolific career and bring all that talent back to the U.S. national team. Next we have SC Freiburg. They defeat RB Leipzig 3-0, which was pretty impressive. That's not the scoreline I would have predicted for that match, but good for Freiburg. They beat Leipzig 3-0. The next game I'm talking about is Bayern Munich. Lewandowski gets a brace, and Ribéry actually scores a goal that leads to a 3-0 clean sheet. Now, this is kind of what I expected the game against Dusseldorf to look like, but that game didn't. This game luckily did, and we finally got a clean sheet, so hopefully this starts a nice run of clean sheets to get Neuer's confidence back. Next, Hertha Berlin wins 1-0 over Frankfurt. So Frankfurt has now suffered their second loss in a row, which is not too, too surprising, but hopefully this doesn't get them into a, into a negative rut because they have been really impressive this season, and I want that to continue. Congrats to Hertha Berlin. I know they're also kind of inching their way towards the top of the table, so I think this is a good result for Hertha, bad result for Frankfurt, but hopefully it doesn't hurt them too much. And then Borussia Mönchengladbach follows a loss last week with a 3-0 victory over Stuttgart. I believe Gladbach is still sitting in second place at this point in the season. All right, here we are, the last match day of this episode. We're at match day 15. So Bayern Munich records a 4-0 clean sheet victory over Hanover. Another clean sheet that's two in a row now. I hope, I hope, hope, hope this is helping Neuer's confidence and he gets back in a top form because, like I mentioned before, he has been pretty dismal at parts this season and hopefully he gets his confidence back to being a, a world-class goaltender again. My favorite part about this match is a beautiful goal by Alaba. David Alaba scores just a banger of a, of a beautiful goal. I'll include it in the show notes to this episode. You guys have to check it out. It's a wonderful goal. One of the other uh, cool stats about this match is Joshua Kimmich, our young uh, right back. Joshua Kimmich was involved in all four goals in this game. He scored one himself, and he assisted all three other goals. There's also going to be a, a video in the description in the, in the show notes for this episode to check out. One of, one of his assists is just top, top notch. The ball is pretty much almost going across the... Uh, the out-of-bounds line, and he rushes to it, plays the ball, and saves it where most people thought it was going to go out. Rushes, keeps the ball in, chips it over into the box, and Lewandowski heads it in for a wonderful goal. You guys have to check it out. So the Alba goal is going to be in the uh, show notes below, and the Kimmich goal, uh, Kimmich goal and assists are all going to be in the show, no show notes below. Check that out. Next, Wolfsburg records a 2-1 win over Nuremberg. That's kind of to be expected. One of the cool facts about this match is now Daniel Ginchek has three goals in his last three games now, so he's in a bit of a, a hot streak right now. So hopefully that continues for Wolfsburg because they really do need to climb up in the table more if they want to have a competitive season. So hopefully this, uh, this lights a fire under them and they're able to continue stringing together some victories. Nuremberg, on the other hand, has not won a game in more than five match days now. They've won more than five match days without a victory. So they're also one of those teams along with Hanover that I imagine might be uh, getting relegated again this year. As a point of perspective, Nuremberg's last victory that wasn't a tie 
last victory was match day six, and we're now on match day 15. So that's not good for them. Stuttgart, on the other hand, gets a pair of goals from Mario Gomez that leads them to a win over Hertha Berlin. However, because of their struggles this season, they still sit right outside of relegation. So they're, I think, fourth from the bottom. Fortuna Dusseldorf records a 2-0 victory over Freiburg, which they need desperately as well because they're amongst the teams at the bottom. Hoffenheim gets a goalless draw with Gladbach, so kind of one point for each team there. Leipzig has one of their more impressive uh, games of the season. They get two goals from Timo Werner and two goals from Yusuf Polsen in a 4-1 victory over Mainz. So both Timo Werner and Yusuf Polsen are now amongst the top goal scorers this season. So if you break down the golden boot race, we have two players from RB Leipzig. We have two players from Eintracht Frankfurt. We have Paco Alcacer, who has played, I believe, two full games or who has started only two games this season. And oddly enough, Robert Lewandowski is in the race, but he's not that high up there compared to some of these other players. There are players ahead of Robert Lewandowski at this point in the season, some of which, like I said, haven't played a full game or have been coming on the bench most of the games. And the other impressive part is that some of them are on the same team, meaning they're putting up a lot of goals if they can split the, the goal totals and still be up amongst the top goal scorers. That's showing that a lot of these teams are scoring way more goals than Bayern are, or that a lot of different players in Bayern are scoring the goals instead of Lewandowski. But yeah, it's going to be a real, real interesting race for the Golden Boot this year. Dortmund win with a 2-1 victory over Werder Bremen. Paco Alcacer and Royce both score. And this is one of the other games this season where Paco Alcacer actually starts. I believe it's his second start this season. Most of these other games have been off the bench, so I believe this is his second starting game. And then to end match day 15, Eintracht Frankfurt wins 2-1 over Bayer Leverkusen, and they're currently sitting in fifth place. So that is match day 15, and that is this episode. If you guys want to take a look in the description, you'll see a couple cool things. Like I said, the Kimmich... Uh, goal and assist being involved in every single goal of that game. You'll see David Alaba's beautiful goal as well. I'm also going to include Dudi Lukabakio's three goals against Bayern, the, the hat trick he scored against Bayern in that disappointing match, that disappointing match for me at least. A very, very impressive match for Dudi Lukabakio though. And then the last thing I'll include is uh, a really, really cool video about Paco Alcacer about how he has 10 goals on 10 shots with 100% shooting accuracy, which is just unheard of. It's amazing. So check that out in the description below and in the show notes. All right, so that's all I got for you guys for episode six, match days 11 through 15. My goal is now to do an episode seven, which is going to be match days 16, 17. And I'll also kind of cover the January transfer window. So that'll be all one episode since there's only two match days. So once again, it's going to be match day 16, 17, and the January transfer window. And then from there, I will get into weekly match day analysis of the rest of the match days from now through the end of the season. That's the plan. I'm going to try to stick to it as best as I can. I want to thank everyone for listening. I would encourage you to share this show with your friends. If you have any friends that watch La Liga or Premier League or 
French League or Serie A or any other leagues, even MLS, any leagues, encourage them to listen to this and hopefully they can learn something from this show and kind of get an appreciation for the Bundesliga. If you guys have any ideas for segments, if you guys have any questions, want to uh, interact with me, you feel free to send me an email. My email is w2bundesliga at gmail.com. That's w2, the number two, w2bundesliga at gmail.com. My Instagram account is welcome to the Bundesliga with all underscores. So it's welcome to the Bundesliga underscores between each word. I thank you guys very much for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I'll see you guys next time. (laughs) 